Welcome back to another episode of From the Stands. I am joined by Dumb Dumb and Dumber. We His esteemed colleagues. <laughs> esteemed. Yeah, that's a bad word for all four of us. Um, we're going to hop right into Pick'em this week. It was an underwhelming weekend for myself. Uh, Joe and Lance had a great good. weekend. Jack had a middle-of-the-pack above weekend. A- above average. Ab- above average. One above average, yes. Jack is batting. About 3.33 at the moment on the weekend. Um, didn't like my Colorado Island to begin with. I wanted to go with Oregon, but I forced Jack on on the Nebraska Island a couple weeks ago, so he kind of pushed me back into that one. Maybe we should just stop picking Colorado and we won't have these problems anymore. <laughs> yeah, we won't. <laughs> I, I won't be picking them again at all anyways. Um, You're not picking them this week? Against USC? Yeah. Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. I think they'll score more points against USC. USC has a worse defense, but no, it's still going to be a the same touchdown the game. S- the same level of embarrassment. Same result. Yeah, they're just fifty six to ten. They're missing too many pieces right now. They're too undersized on the line. Got beat in the trenches. Anyways, um, my Falcons have no offense. Fucking Bijan over a hundred yards in their first two games, and they decide to hand him the ball ten times Abandoned. in the game. So. uh can't do much about that. Great defense. But, um, yeah, other than that, I think everybody pretty much got everything. Except for Lance did get his island pick on Ohio State. Boo. Boo. The curse has been broken Rigged. and it feels great. Yeah, you finally got an island pick. And uh, that sucked. I don't understand how you don't have a right defensive end on the field for your final two plays. And that's where the ball goes because, you know, obviously they saw that. And, um they get the win on that, so that was a that felt, was a, felt really good. That was a tough one. Um, we're gonna hop right into it this week. So Joe will start this week. He's in first place with nine. Lance will go second. He's in second place with eight. I am in third with seven, and Jack is in last with four. Or oh, sorry, Jack is in last with six. So it is a um, it's a tight race right now. It's anybody's game in week four. Tight. Jack, what's the first game on the slate? Utah versus. Oregon State. That's All right, one. Jack. Thank you. And I do not think Cam Rising is playing because this will go out. This will be on Thursday, right? Yep. I don't think Cam Rising is going to play. Oregon State is coming off a loss, so there's going to be some angry Beavers in the building. And give me the Beavers. I'm also taking Oregon State. There's not much to say. Um, offense looked really good last week. DJ played really well. I think they keep it rolling. Um, bit of a short week and a home game. Um, I think they take care of business. I'm going to roll with the Beavers as well. I like Utah. I think Utah's a great team if Cam Rising is playing. I don't have a ton of faith in Nate Johnson. I think he's only got like two touchdowns to their first three games. Just not really much offense coming from them, and their defense has played great. I still think it's one of the best, if not the best, in the Pac-12. The issue is they haven't played anybody with an offense quite like Oregon State yet. Somebody as high-powered as Oregon State, and I just don't think their offense will be able to keep up without Cam Rising, Summer Rock with the Beavers. Sweeps are boring. Uh, I think I'm actually going to go Utah here. Um, I think that their defense is much more stout than Washington State's. Oregon State's put up a bunch of points, but Washington State can't stop anyone. Um, Contrary to what you just said, I think UCLA's offense is actually pretty solid if they get rolling. Uh, Utah kind of stomped him out, only allowed him to get seven points. Um, I think 
Even though it's an away game, I think Utah's talent level is just way higher than Oregon State's. They've got the advantage at quarterback, uh, Oregon State does. But I'll take that uh, that Utah defense, and uh, I'll roll with them. They're, they're the favorite. They're the 10th-ranked team in the country for a reason. Uh, I'll take the Utes in this one. And you got me hyped. That makes me want to take Utah. I that mean, that was like a locker room speech, man. Like, <laughs> I mean, you still, you still got time. And that was uh, honestly, had somebody before me picked them, I would have rocked with them because. Oh, I, really? I like that pick. You yeah, still, I just didn't want to be. I didn't want to be on an island with a team with no quarterback right now. But you still got I'll time. Um, you know what? I'm gonna go with my gut, and I'm just gonna stick with Oregon State. All right, I'll give Jack that island. I'll give Jack that island. I like good. islands. That was a that was a that was a good speech. Oh, my hands are sweaty. That's okay. That was a that was a great speech. Had me fired up. All right, give me game number two. We got Lions Packers. Remind me again. Is it at Ford Field or Lambo? In Lambo. In Lambo. Outside. That's swaying my. I mean, it doesn't matter for outside because the Lions play in some pretty shitty weather too. But it's not gonna be shitty. But give they me play, the Lions play inside though. Since when? Ford Field is always a dome. A, a, they've been in a dome since like the eighties. <laughs> And they don't have. That's dumb. <laughs> why would you have home? Why would you have a dome to get home field advantage for a snow game? And it's not, it's not Minnesota's inside too. Well, yeah, we saw how that worked out for you guys in 2010. Home field winning percentage is the most in NFL history. So, well, <laughs> Pittsburgh, oh, and four in Super Bowl about though. Their uh, their roof collapsing. Never played a Super Bowl in Minnesota. <laughs> that's fair enough. <laughs> Give me Jordan Love. He's the real deal. The next Aaron. He's not the next Aaron Rodgers, but he's better than the. Um, the Lions. So give me give me Jordan Love in the pack. This is way off topic. Just really quick. Did y'all see that text he sent Jordan Love after he yeah, the Bears? Yeah, congrats on the ownership. Yeah, continuing the ownership of the Bears. <laughs> of the Bears, awesome. yeah. Love that shit. Love All right, go ahead, Lance. My bad. Jordan Love is going to be feeling some love from the crowd, but not on the field. Give me the Lions. You think they're going to get de- back-to-back wins against the pack? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Because I, uh, I, I still don't know if Aaron Jones is going to play. I believe he is questionable. I don't know which way he's trending, but AJ Dillon is a fraud. I don't know about. I don't know what Christian Watson's doing, but he's not going to play. Like it's he's trending towards not playing. It's like eighty twenty. He plays and it's tomorrow. So if it's up to, or if it's just Christian Love, Christian, Christian Love, Jesus Christ. <laughs> if it's just Jordan Love, Jesus, and some. Ra- some, some ragtag group of Jalen Reed, baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that right there alone. Just give me the Lions. I am. Oh man, this is this is such a toss up game. A, to I me. was just about to say it's such a 50 The Lions 50. did not play well against the Falcons at all. They only put up twenty points. Technically, they only put up thirteen points. They got a garbage time TD after an interception. So they put up thirteen points against a good defense, but not. Anything crazy. I think the Packers defense kind of equates to the Falcons. They also got six sacks on one of the worst pass pro protections in the NFL. I don't think that's going to happen against the Packers. They're definitely not getting six sacks. They only had one through two games. Our offensive line made their D-line look better. I think Aiden Hutchinson is good, not great. Um, they're missing the really the leader of that defense and C.J. Gardner-Johnson. And... Brian Branch had a good get, had a great game this past Sunday on a short week for the rookie. I don't think he's going to ball out like he did this past week, which was a big difference maker for them. And I don't think Jordan Love is a fraud. I, he's not going to be Aaron Rodgers level, but I, I think he's going to be good. 
think sitting for a while is going to be good for him. Give me the Packers at home. Um, I think that I'm going to take the Lions in this one. I'll go ahead and say that I, I am. Um, I think it's going to come down to who can expose the secondary more. I think this game's going to rely on the run game from both teams, um, but I think it's going to come down to who can expose the secondary. And while the Lions are missing C.J. Garner-Johnson, which hurts, I think Jair's going to be out for a second straight game. And with no Jair and Eric Stokes is playing kind of okay, coming off an injury from last season, I think it's going to be really hard to contain uh, Amon Ra. And I think it's also going to be really interesting with no Aaron Jones. I think I think the Lions have a better rush attack as well with uh, Jameer Gibbs and I think I, think, I think Montgomery's going to play, isn't he? He's I technically think. questionable at the moment, but... Questionable is always tough for a Thursday game. Yeah, it does not look to me like he's going Very to play. right now. Even so, I think the Lions... I think I like Jared Goff better than I like uh, Jordan Love. Um, I think this Lions front seven's physical. And like you said, they got six sacks against the Falcons, who don't have the best offensive line, but neither do the Packers. Um, I think they're really physical, and when they want to get in your face, they can. Um, I like I like the Lions to steal one in Lambeau here. I think uh, I think it'll be a really fun, interesting game to watch. And uh, the tight ends are going to expose on both sides of the ball. I'll say that. I think we're going to see another uh, ownership streak continue tomorrow. This podcast is sponsored by Underdog Fantasy and the biggest fantasy football tournament of all time, Best Ball Mania 4. Don't know what best ball is? It's simple. You just enter Best Ball Mania on Underdog's slick mobile app, draft your team, and that's it. Yep, it's set it and forget it as Underdog optimizes your lineup weekly to create the highest scoring one. It's here, it's Best Ball Mania 4, and it's your shot at a first place prize of $3 million. Get signed up on underdogfantasy.com or via the App Store with promo code FTS, and we'll get your first deposit doubled up to $100. That's Underdog Fantasy. Promo code FTS. What's our next game? Next one we got is Bills Dolphins in Buffalo. This is my favorite game of the week. I think they need to promote this to Sunday Night Football because nobody wants to watch the Chiefs destroy the Jets. But anyways, Tua is an MVP candidate. So is Tyreek. Frontrunner. Yeah. Tyreek. Is uh? Do we know for sure if Jalen Waddle is going to be out though? Because I haven't checked. I have, sure n- I have not looked. Ch- I can check. I keep talking about But Jalen Waddle, I don't really think they – I mean, they were playing the Broncos, but they looked pretty freaking good without him. Raheem Mostert, again, it was against the Broncos, had himself an absolute dog game. Waddle had a full practice on Wednesday. He's still questionable technically, but he practiced in full on Wednesday. So Okay. The Bills do have a much better defense than I think the Broncos. Games in Buffalo? Game's in the Buffalo. Game, yeah, the game is in Buffalo. But I don't think that the Bills' defense revolves – I think the Bills' defense revolves too heavily on Josh Allen for them to be able to keep up with the scheming and the way that Mike McDaniel is able to get wide receivers open for the Dolphins. So for that reason, give me two in the Dolphins on the road to continue their undefeated streak against the Bills. That uh, that graphic you er- you showed me earlier about the – being one in six, the straight up, yeah, teams that have scored sixty points or more are one in six the following week straight up, and zero oh and seven against the spread. Spread the following week. It intrigued me and it made me think about this pick. But Josh Allen doesn't stand a chance. Give me the fins. 
Give me the home team. I got Buffalo. Uh, oh, really? Oh. I, the home team, bro. The I Bills were playing at home. I wasn't paying attention. You need a yeah. shirt that says, give me the home team. I'm taking the Bills. Um, defense is miles better than the Dolphins. One of the best in the league. Um, they just, obviously yeah. it was the Commanders, but I, I mean, they have one of the best defenses in the league. The Bills? Yeah. Absolutely. No Von Miller. How? When you say best, they got to be, I mean, the best they can get is top 10. It's not like they're top five. Yeah, they could be by the time the season's over. No. How many points they have they allowed? I mean, they've they they, got enough talent on that defense. They've allowed 22. They've allowed, what, 22, 10, and 10? They gave up three to the Commanders. Oh, 22, 10, and three. Because they gave up 10 to the Raiders. 10 to the Raiders. Like yeah. But they played the Commanders and the Raiders, bro. And the Jets. <laughs> yeah, the Jets was bad. But seven of those points technically didn't six. count against the defense. Six. Yeah. Anyways, it's at home in Buffalo. Um... Like Jack just said, teams are one in six after scoring sixty points. Um, I'm assuming that's just because you ride that high a little bit too much of embarrassing the shit out of another team full of grown men. Um, I like the Bills' defense better, and I think it's kind of a must-win game to set the tone for the rest of the season for Buffalo at home. It's going to be, in my opinion, a make-or-break game for Josh Allen to see how the season's going to go. Even in even in a losing effort, if he plays well, it's going to be good for the rest of the season. But if it's a losing effort like this past year in the in the playoffs, it's going to be a rough season the rest of the way for the Buffalo Bills. I think they will set the tone at home, though, and give me the Bills. As good as that defense is, uh, I think the Dolphins' offense is elite. I don't think we've seen an offense quite as explosive this, as this in a very long time. 2013? Yeah, probably those 2013 Broncos. Um I think they have the potential to score 50 points in any given game against most defenses. Like, I truly believe that they can put up a ton of points. I think this game will be high scoring. Um, like like we said, they're 1-6 straight up when scoring 60 points. Teams are uh, in the past. 1-6 is not 0-6. The 0-7 on the spread, I think they might win by two points. Um, I think it will be close. But I think the Dolphins are going to pull this one out in Buffalo. I'll I'll give it like a 35-33 win. Um, making it two. Making it two. So they're keeping up the streak of the uh, of the not covering the spread, but they're, they're adding to that win total in, uh, in straight up. So I'll take the Dolphins in Buffalo. I don't mind that island. I'm okay with that one this week. It's probably the best team to have. Like it's probably yeah, one of the best out of all the all the ones we've done so far. It's probably the best team that's on an island. I, that's and that's why I feel good about it. Maybe Utah. All right, that's not true. What's the last team? We got two what? more. We got two more. That's we got still two more. Yeah, we got the toilet bowl in Broncos. Oh yeah, and I forgot Bulls. about that one. It's so bad. All right, Broncos Bears in Colorado. Nope. It's no, in, in Chicago. Chicago at Soldier in Field. Chicago. Doesn't matter too much. Anybody can go into Chicago, Chicago Field and win. And that's exactly what's going to happen. Sean Payton chewed out their asses on Sunday evening and Monday morning. And they're not going to they're not going to embarrass themselves against Justin Fields, who's the worst quarterback in the league, and the rest of that shit ass Bears team. Justin Fields or Zach Wilson is the worst quarterback in the league? The second worst quarterback in the league, Justin <laughs> Fields. <laughs> yeah. Give me the give me the Broncos. Russell Wilson's gonna have a redemption. Even though he didn't play terrible, but he's gonna have a redemption game. I heard a I heard a pretty interesting quote over the weekend that said, I've been here seven years and all I do is lose. Bowls. <laughs> and he's gonna keep losing. <laughs> I'm going with the Bears. Yes, they, sir. They gotta get one at some point. And do what they, better? Do they? 
<laughs> what better time to get one to a team that just gave up 70? I mean, how can you how can you make a game plan after that? I would just tell them I would just tell them to go out there and run around. And I think that's what they're going to do. And Justin Fields is going to do it too, but he's actually going to be successful with Track it. Track and field out there. Yeah. And the Bears are going to win. It's going to be like it's going to be like 18 to 15. It'll be like nine to ten. It'll be like <laughs> it's going to be a scoregami kind of game. It's going to be like eleven to six, five, twelve ten, five to seven. <laughs> I could see it being that. Um, give me the home team. Wow, I'm rocking wow. with the Bears. Um, I we everybody keeps saying Russell Wilson's got to come out. Russell Wilson's got to have his get back game. Russell Wilson's got to get his um, GBOT game. His get back on track game. It's not coming. Hey it's not coming. He can't it's, play it's, defense. It is. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> well, he only so, threw one only, touchdown. Yeah, bro. He 300, was, 300 yards. Dog, it doesn't matter. That's a 285 of them were garbage time. <laughs> Justin Fields at 35 yards entering the fourth quarter. Look, man, all I'm saying is I have no faith in Russell Wilson. His GBOT game has been fucking now like 18 games in the making. It's not coming. Seahawks' Russell Wilson is not coming back. He needs to start putting all his efforts and time into, like, distant future back or something because football is no longer it. The Broncos are horrible. Defense is completely underwhelming. Offense has no rhythm. Jerry Judy looks like a bust. Cortland Sutton is the best offensive player on that team, and he would be a wide receiver, too. Javante, don't forget about Javante. Don't hate Nah. Nah. Javante is a – I know you got him on your fantasy team. No, I I traded him. Okay, well, good for you. You – Hopefully you sold high. I'm surprised. I got Chris Olave. What? What? Yeah, I traded him in. DJ. We'll talk about that yeah. later because I need to know who you fleeced. But um, yeah, the best best what best player on that offense is Cortland Sutton, who would be a wide receiver two on most teams in the league. They they just have no explosiveness. Nothing. Just because they have Sean Payton doesn't mean they're going to change that. Russell Wilson is past his prime. Uh, I feel bad for Broncos fans because they're going to be in the dump for a while after what they gave up to get Russell Wilson. And, yeah, the Bears got to win one at some point, dude. I, I think Justin Fields will run for 160 yards in this game. Um, no. Throw for 57. If he and runs for 160 yards, he's going off the field in a stretcher, bro. They ain't going to let him do that. I don't know. He did it. He, I mean, he did it twice last year, three times. Um, I don't even think his offensive linemen want to block for him anymore. And somehow people are still showing up to Bears games. So. Bears fans are passionate. Chicago home Chicago field. ends have nothing better to do. Home field advantage. Chicago drink booze and cry. <laughs> <laughs> Give me the home team at Soldier Field. I will not let Joe get a get an island against the Bears. That is not going to happen. That <laughs> is one okay. thing that will not be happening. That's fine. So I'm going to take the much more talented Broncos. Um, I think their roster is just deeper, better. Their defense is better than the Bears' defense, as as hard as it is to say after giving up 70. Um, I want to see Bears-Dolphins. I don't. I think they get a 90. <laughs> <laughs> Shoot for 100. Um, no, I'll take the Broncos here. I, I Russell Wilson's way better than Justin Fields, as bad as he's been playing this year. At some point, the Broncos' country has to ride. They're I, not it's going not going to. I think they have a better chance of riding than the Bears' country does. I think both of them are three-win teams this year. They well, might be, bad. but this is one of the Broncos' wins. The Broncos fans are in for a lotus effort because the, they gave him a five-year extension that hasn't started yet. Damn, he's already like 35. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately. They're going to be bad for a while, and I think that team is completely deflated. You just gave up 70. They're 0-3 to start the season, right? 
It's the yeah. first time Russell Wilson has ever started a season 0-3. He's past his prime. That team is completely – there is no team chemistry now. Sean Payton does not have control of that locker room. When you got guys like, like Garrett, Garrett Bowles. Bowles coming out to the media and visibly being, like, frustrated and hurt, and the first thing he says to them is, I've been here for seven years and all I've done is lose, no head coach has control of that locker room. Um, none of them guys have any faith in the team – what the team's capabilities are or in their head coach or their quarterback. Um, and it's just – I don't think it's going to get any better. I think it's only downhill from here. At this point, they should tank for Caleb Williams. Uh, last game on the list is uh, Browns-Ravens. I think it's in Cleveland, I think. Yeah. Is it, it should be in Cleveland. in Cleveland. This is probably the second most intriguing game of the week. Cleveland! This is for you! Deshaun did not look terrible. Last week, he didn't look fantastic, but he didn't look terrible. I think he's eh. Odell's going to be out. The running backs are kind of struggling right now, including Lamar. So give me. I think Deshaun Watson is going to have a semi decent game. I think they're going to ride the backup running back Ford. I can't remember his first name. Gerald Jerome. Ford. Jerome Ford. And I think Amari Cooper is actually going to have a pretty good game as well. Maybe even David Njoku. But uh, I, I would take the over on a Njoku touchdown. So give me the give me the dog pound in the dog pound oh, to win. You took the Predator. I'm going to take the Ravens. Oh, you're flipping. I'm flipping. I'm going to take the Ravens. I saw something today, and this was part of the reason why I flipped. Since Since Deshaun has been in Cleveland, they have not won or lost consecutive games. <laughs> He's only, he's only played like fucking eight of them. Eight games. games yeah. They have not won or lost consecutive games since he's been there. They won last weekend. So that means that means they're losing this weekend. And I know um, I know the Ravens are a little bit banged up. I think a couple of those guys are going to be coming back. And I expect a big game from Zay Flowers. Interesting. So I'm taking the road team. Give me the home team. I'm taking the dog pound. In the dog pound, um, I don't, I don't have any faith in that Ravens team. This is one of the worst defenses the Ravens have had in recent memory. Um, it's not like gritty. It, it's nothing flashy, and they're already down Odell. They're out J.K. Dobbins. Who would have thought? Gus Edwards <laughs> is mediocre at best. I, Justice Hill is still going to be out this weekend, I believe. So they're rocking a one-man backfield unless they called somebody up from the practice squad. Good Todd Gurley back. <laughs> Zay Flowers is good, but he's not great yet. I think he has the potential to be, but he's got Lamar throwing him the football. On top of that, he's pretty much their only threat at the moment. Is Mark Rashad Andrews Bateman, out? Mark Andrews? I, he has Mark Andrews, but Mark, An- Mark Andrews has not played well yet this season. Rashad Bateman is not a threat. Um, Mark Andrews has not played well yet this season. Lamar can't seem to get him the ball. Seems like no tight ends have been playing super well this season. Evan Ingram. Okay. Um, Sam Laporta. Sam Laporta has played well. Um, But, yeah, he can't get Mark Andrews the ball. I think the Browns have the better defense, and I think Jerome Ford is miles better than Gus Edwards. And I think they can still, um, with their game plan, run the ball. Down the Ravens' throat, I think Deshaun is serviceable, and Amari Cooper is coming off a big game, seven catches, 110-plus receiving yards, and a TD. I think that streak continues, and I would rock with Joe as well on the higher than uh, half a TD on David Njoku. Give me the home team. 
While the Ravens might be banged up, the Browns are too. Um, Deshaun Watson, Kareem Hunt, Jerome Ford, and Greg Newsom are all questionable for this game. And they're all going to play. We'll, uh, we'll see. Jerome will play. They're all, they're all questionable for this week. How many um, how many questionable guys that Ravens got? All of them, probably a lot of them. <laughs> but to. without Deshaun, I think that's a who is their backup right now? Who did we say it was? There's it, no Deshaun. There's no way Deshaun's sitting, bro. He's pra- he was he had, he was limited in practice today. That does shoulder injury. That just means he's, he's, he's lazy. Playing. He had to go to the masseuse. <laughs> 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 had to go get it worked out. He had to go get that knot rubbed out. Um, yeah, Lee doesn't matter because Deshaun's um, not sitting. Doesn't matter. I'm taking the Ravens. Um, I think the Ravens are just a more talented team right now. Nick Chubb, the loss of Nick Chubb is going to hurt big time. Um, that's not an easy loss to recover from. Jerome Ford, I, I think Kareem Hunt and whoever their third string logged to carry before Jerome Ford did um, this weekend. I'll take uh, I'll take the Ravens on this one, and I, I think they're uh, go go. So they they each have the same amount of players questionable. Rashad Bateman is questionable. That's just a short list, I think. Marcus Williams is questionable. Kyle Hamilton, questionable. Ronnie Stanley, questionable. Tyler Linderbaum, questionable. <laughs> so they're looking at not having their starting center, their starting offensive tackle this week, their starting safety. I believe Marcus Williams is their backup safety. Oh, they're starting one strong, one's free. Yeah, you're right. And um, Rashad Bateman. So that leaves them Sounds with like Zay Flowers. Garrett is going to feast on that O-line. Miles um, Garrett is going to have a field day, and Deshaun has, is putting up better numbers than Lamar so far this season. Cleveland's out. Joel Batonio. 63 GD for 86, 608 yards, two TDs, and an interception for Lamar. Lamar Jackson as a passer is essentially a, a worse uh, Baker Mayfield. 65 <laughs> for 102, 678 yards, four TDs, two interceptions for Deshaun. So I got more faith in Deshaun as a passer, and I, I, I don't think either team is going to be able to move the ball effectively on the ground in this game. It's going to come down to passing, and while I hate to say it, I have more faith in Deshaun Watson as a passer than Lamar. Just wait. We'll see. I think they'll split the season regardless, one-on-one. Probably will. I think it'll be home-home. Damian Lillard traded. Yep. Out of thin air <laughs> to the most random team imaginable. Hey, Giannis said he, he wasn't committed to the Bucks forever because they didn't want to win now. And I saw something earlier. Some Somebody tweeted, um... Dame, if there's like if there's one player that could help you win a championship, who would you want it to be? And he just tweeted back, Giannis. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, I think I think Phoenix I, fleeced this trade. You think Phoenix fleeced? Yes. They only gave up. Yeah. DeAndre. Aiden. They got rid of Aiden, which they wanted to do. They got back Nurkic, Grayson Allen, Nazir, Nazir Little, and who do we say? Keon Johnson. Keon, Keon Johnson. Johnson. Bunch of bench guys. Yeah, that's but what for, they needed. For, Nurkic is a starter. They need depth, and they got rid of somebody that they were trying to get rid of all offseason and didn't want to deal with paying. Yeah, you're right. I think Portland got the worst end of that deal. Probably. To be honest, Drew Holiday does not have much trade value, which is obviously going to be – he's too old to go through them in this rebuild. They're not going to hold on to him. They'll probably buy him out. They've already already said they're – Exploring options. They're in talks with contending teams. They're trying to get – some young pieces for him, which I understand, but and then Aiton is not for Aiton is not a great center to begin with. Just serviceable at best. And now you put him in a in an area he's not going to be comfortable in Portland at all. And who would want to play for Portland right now after you just came off a team that's been to a finals, finals and um 
Oh, you're talking about the Suns. Yeah, in the last second round playoff. three years, exactly. Yeah, they uh, got Scoot Henderson. Yeah, they, they look. The Portland actually is looking up for the future. They have a couple young pieces that I actually really like. Um, Shaden Sharp is going to be good. Shaden Sharp is going to be good. It's just going to be a few years, and I don't think Aiden Aiton will be there by the time they start playing. Did he get well. a four year extension from the Suns? Yeah, and then he got traded. So four year extension. Yeah, but I don't think I just don't think he's going to last there. He already wasn't good with a contender. I don't think he's going to get any better in Portland. But it might be, it might be an I actual be, chance for him to blossom and like actually not have to play behind. Because before he was playing behind Booker, he's playing behind Kevin Durant, playing behind Chris Paul. Playing nah, behind. he started his career when they made that finals run. It was CP3 and D-Book. Yeah, but he was kind of looked at as the third option here. At least in this first year, hopefully he can be a first or a second option. Just as almost a veteran presence on the team. Now, what was he drafted, 2018? Yep. Yeah. More of a veteran presence than anybody else on the team. Um, Drew him we'll and see. Drew Holiday. I think the Bucks for for win now mode got the best value. Yeah, their 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 championship window isn't crazy crazy wide with all the comments about Giannis wanting to leave and then Chris Middleton's aging. Drew Holiday was aging. It, it made a lot of sense for them to to try and win right now with. And I think they Giannis they gave themselves an opportunity for the next two years, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. I think after that, it becomes okay. Can these guys still play? Can Brooke these guys Lopez still be at least? I mean, Giannis will be Brooke young. This is like thirty-eight. Yeah, he's old. Brook Lopez. Yeah, he was drafting what like oh eight. Yeah, so they've got two good years, and then you'll still have Giannis, who is not going to be crazy old at that point. He's he's still only what twenty-seven. Yeah, and then I mean, Dame will be what thirty-six in two years or thirty-seven. But if he could still play as a good facilitator, I think you could get three good years out of Dame. The last year just being more of like a Chris Paul when the Suns went in the finals type of year for Dame. But I think, yes, for win now, they got the best value. Dame? Yeah, I think he's like 32. I thought he was 33 or 34. He was drafting 11 or 10. I thought he was 33 or 33. 33. Okay, so 35. Yeah, Yeah, so they got, in my opinion, three good years. Yeah, win now mode, they definitely won. They the definitely team. won. I um, think I mean Steph's thirty five. But I think the Suns also, if they, they want to win now, they're what? like win now for them too, because what they were looking for was a serviceable center. They don't need somebody that's gonna no. pound the ball into the ground, back somebody down and dunk it every single possession, just give it to them. They need I mean, somebody you got book you've got three of the three of the top, I would say probably in terms of point score, fifteen guys in the last decade. Yeah. And D-Book, Bill, and Kevin Durant. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be... Nurkic has been able to stay healthy in Portland. I think... He's I been think very serviceable and reliable. ACL. When did he tear that? Like two years ago, towards ACL. He's been reliable other than that, and I think they'll be... I think that's a good fit for the type of offense they're going to run in I th- Phoenix. I think Grace Allen and Nazir Stack... Uh, Nazir Little coming off, coming off the bench are actually going to be a lot more valuable than people... Than people realize, I think. I think that's Grayson Allen is good off the bench. Yeah, I, I like that's a both very of them serviceable plug. Um, bench, either point guard or shooting guard. He can play both. They signed somebody else too. They have somebody else sitting on their bench. But I think they I still like. with that only have what three bench players right no, now. No, uh, there's. I was just. I was they, just thinking they, they have, did pick up a bunch of guys. They're just a, they a have, bunch uh, of nobody. Utah. They have the the Asian Utah what Watanabe. Yeah, they have that kid. That dude was pretty. That dude was okay when he was on the court in Brooklyn. Just didn't touch the floor very much. No. Um, yeah, I I think the Suns and the Bucks definitely got what they wanted. I don't know if 
the I don't know if the same can be said about Portland. Yeah, but it was apparent Dame didn't want to play there, so they didn't really have any choice. I think they probably made the best of what they could do because they did get an unprotected 2029 pick from the Bucks first round pick, and then they got pick swaps in 28 and in 30. So they, for the rebuild, they're looking great. Um, but their bench actually doesn't look horrible. The Suns, Grayson Allen off the bench, uh, like actual players. Who's Gray- they're starting? Who's their starting starting five power forward? I guess uh, Kevin Durant. Josh Okogie. Kevin Durant. Okay, they're, they're Josh playing Okogie KD is the gonna, four again. Probably it's gonna Okogie's going to be the three. Beal. It's either going to be Beal Booker at one two or Beal Booker at two three or, um, and then they have obviously Nurkic at the five. Um, Josh Okogie's a small forward off the bench. T.J. Warren's a small forward off the bench. Terrence Ross is a guard off the bench. Nazir Nazir Little is a small forward off the bench. I almost said it again. Almost again. Uh, I think Damian Lee's okay off the bench, and then Bull Bull. I mean, that's a serviceable bench. Like, it's oh, not ball. bad at all. For, it's, the question for the Suns is here is, can all three guys stay healthy? I think it's going to be, can they mesh as well? All three of them are ball-dominant guys. Bradley Beal's been the guy for since John Wall left. He has been the guy. Yeah, but I think at a certain point, guys like that get tired of it because who gives a shit if you're the guy and you're constantly losing games? That's true. I'd love to see if they met. I'd love to see them make a deep run. I'd love to see them and the Bucks meet in the finals. I think that'd be really cool. I like Bill. I like Booker. I've always liked KD. I mean, you know, it doesn't mean much KD winning chips now because they're always just going to be on super teams, but a ring is a ring. So You should have gotten traded to Portland. Go make him win there. Oh, man, that would have been rough. I just think it's funny how... All these Miami fans were just waiting for the Woj bomb on their phone, and one comes in today, and he's going to And it. Jimmy Butler was heated. <laughs> what was he complaining about? What did he want the league to look at? Tampering. He believes the Bucks tampered with Dame. Interesting. I don't know about all that. I think Jimmy might just be butt I love Jimmy, but I think he might just be butt hurt. Well, yeah, because they have done nothing to improve their roster. Because they've been waiting on that Jimmy thing. They don't know what they can do until they, they got lost. They, they lost, lost Gabe Vincent and Struess and Struess and um, I mean Kevin Love's old. Kyle Lowry's old. Did they they resign Duncan last year? Right, I think so. so. He's still on like a they will have Hero back, but <laughs> but I've heard got what's his name? I've Kyle heard Lowry. Caleb Martin. Caleb Martin playoff dog. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard Hero's not happy with management because they were talking about trading him. Yeah, that was the like Dan- the best they had to offer to Portland. Yeah, to Portland for Dame. <laughs> he was gonna be he was gonna be the first one gone in a Dame trade. One hundred percent. They had his locker cleared yeah, out cleared already. Out like Otani. It already said Dame Lillard on it. <laughs> Where's Otani's most likely destination? I'm, honestly, at this point, I have no idea. I mean, I feel like it has He's to be not, the Dodgers, right? I don't I think so. I read somewhere today that it was or yesterday that it was the Padres. The Padres would make the most sense because the Padres, for some reason, like to spend absurd amounts of money on players that are not worth it. Send him to the Braves. He's just coming I don't to the Pirates. Want you don't want him? No. Why? Bro, he would be the most overpaid designated hitter of all time. And honestly, Ozuna has become probably top 10 DHs in the league this year. Ozuna from the Braves. I don't want to pay, I don't want to pay him $400 million to be a glorified DH. He's not going to pitch again until 2025. And let That's me tell you something. He might make it. One more full season throughout the rest of his career, pitching. He might It'll start. He might start thirty more games in total the rest of his career. I think he could play for another decade. 
and be a great hitter for the next five or six. Who is the most expensive DH right now? Probably Giancarlo. Yeah, for what sure. Paid? Uh, uh, shit. Way too much. I mean, before he got traded from the Marlins, he had signed like a record, like twelve year, like He's making thirty million. Is it three sixty? I think it's twelve. Uh, I twelve years, three sixty. Thirteen years, three hundred twenty five. He signed that and immediately went downhill. When did he sign that contract? 2015. Just kidding. And he has not earned a single cent of it. it. He's got a cool mustache. And some big-ass legs. Who? Strider. Strider. Oh, yeah. Um, Quad father. Wouldn't Otani be, like, so perfect for ticket sales? Who cares? Braves already sell enough tickets. We're 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 sold out. It's sold out, like, every night. We're good. We don't need – when you're good, you don't need to bring in, like, the biggest name guys. I feel like we Acuna. already have the biggest star, the biggest five tool player in baseball. Acuna, Acuna, Acuna. yeah, Acuna. He's the best player in baseball. Otani is the best hit. Disrespecting Mookie. Dookie can go kiss my ass. He's not not on Ronald's level this year. Second for NL MVP, isn't he? Yeah, but yeah, but not the best. One one month, August, inflated his numbers real bad. What's a future bet on? Acuna to win an MVP looking like right now. Um, they don't have it on on underdog. What would that? What do you think that? What are the odds on that? Like minus what? Right now? Yeah. Minus. Uh, I mean so it's. Yeah, he's, I mean plus what? It would plus two twenty. I think it'd be more than that, wouldn't it? Might be like plus three hundred. Barn injury, injury. I think it'd be like plus three hundred. Somewhere around there. Current MVP odds. Juan Soto. He is the leader of the AL. NL. Or NL. I think this is for preseason. They're just doing it by team. Oh, it's got to be preseason. There's no way Soto is plus 500. I told you. He's the GOAT. Oh, this was... This was this was before the season started. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I was about to say. The 2023 season NL began odds. on... NL well, minus 550. For who? Ronald Acuna. Minus 550. Matt Olson's in third with it goes it goes minus five fifty plus three fifty plus ten thousand plus twelve thousand. I mean Acuna's just having the type of year you can't replicate. AL MVP is minus two minus twenty thousand for Shohei. Yeah, he had it locked up a month ago. Minus twenty thousand. Had it locked up a You'd month win ago. Five cents on a ten dollar bet. Sometimes you just need to see the green. God. Yeah, sometimes you just need to see that win. I honestly don't even know who two of these guys are. But I'm hoping the Braves can make a deep push. I'm hoping the Braves can make a push and and finish it off because it seems like some of these super teams or super teams, it seems like some of the better teams that you see are the, not the ones that win go the deep in the playoffs. The ones that win the World Series. Baseball is that one sport where, like, the amount of money you have spent on your roster and the talent does not always matter. It but, does to a certain degree. I mean, like, the athletics suck and they have nobody. And that correlates, but, like, it doesn't always correlate. Like, having a talented roster and spending a lot of money on players in baseball does not always correlate to wins, which is what I really enjoy about the season's just The season's just too long. Yeah, it's really hard to tell, like, who's going to be really good and who's going to be really bad in the playoffs. It'll be interesting, though. There's a lot of, there's a lot of teams that could make a push this year. Um, more than in recent memory, in my opinion. I mean, you got three coming out of the same division in the Mariners, the Rangers, and the Astros. 
all of whom are they all currently in the playoff picture? I believe the Mariners still are. Have the Astros been on a tear for the last like month and a half? Because I feel like I remember seeing that they somewhere were around there. Yeah, like ish. Texas, Seattle is half a game back of the Astros for the last wild card spot. Wow, I would love to see the Mariners. Minnesota's getting the shit beat out of them in the first round. Wow, go Twins! They suck. So Dude, they're they're playing each other right now. Oh shit! One nothing early um, for, Seattle. for Seattle. I would love to see Seattle make it in over the Houston. The Twins are not good. The Twins are yeah. like twelve games below five hundred, and they're going to make the playoffs. That's Damn not. Right. They're better than that. I don't it, think they. I think they've they won eighty not. games. They're bad. I was they're better than I was that. They're a week ago. I think they're like they're eighty four and seventy three. I must have been looking at Cleveland. I also thought they were under 500. I definitely thought the last time I, I saw them. They are 7-3 and three in their last 10, though. I mean, they're not bad. Their expected win-loss record is 93-69. and 69. They're plus 110 in differential, too. I don't think they're... I think they're going to get exposed in the playoffs, the but that's just me. Braves, <laughs> probably one of the best in baseball history. Uh, plus 231. What are, are they the highest, obviously? No. Oh, no, that's two, 204. Yeah, they have the highest run differential in, in Major League Baseball. Wow. Just got to keep it rolling. Need the pitching to step up. Um, anything else y'all want to touch on in football? Uh, like, fi- like, we did the MVP, Defensive Player of the Year, Offensive Player of the Year before. So, NF. Okay. NFL we can, just we can touch on that. I mean, really quickly, I don't think it's going to be. It's probably unanimous. Yeah, it's unanimous on MVP. Uh, I'll raise Two your hand if you think two is the front runner right now. All right, cool. We all agree on that. Um, the year's Tyreek right now. I'll agree. TJ Watt right now. I I think that one's going to be closer this year. No, TJ Watt's breaking his own sack record this year. Aiden Hutchinson is making a push. There's no shot, but <laughs> Miles Miles Garrett is going to be right there with him this year. Hey, don't hate on De- De- Don't hate on Daniel Hunter. Second in the NFL in sacks right now through three games. The only what time is he got five five. The only time Miles Garrett was better than T.J. Watt was last year when T.J. Watt missed seven games. Mm, I don't know about that. I looked at the numbers the other day. You know, that's the only time he beat him in any numbers. Last season. Because T.J. Watt was out for seven games. I'll have um, to look at him again. But it's going to be close. I mean, Daniel Hunter has five sacks right now. He's got six. Joke. He, won't, he won't. Miles Garrett's already got four and a half. It'll be between Garrett, Watt, and Parsons probably. Would be my guess. I think I think Nick started out too slow. I don't know if it's so much that Nick started off with a slow start or that that defense is just so good that other guys are going to be making plays all year too, so he's not going to have as many opportunities. I also think voters fatigue is still a thing. I know in the NFL we don't see it as much, but with how much talent there is on the defensive lines of the NFL this year, I think it's going to be hard to say like, he was the best again, even though you have guys like TJ Watt, Miles Garrett putting up the stats. I think the next DT you're going to see in the next few years win an NFL MVP. One of them Defensive Philly the dogs. Defensive player of the year. Jordan Davis. Jalen Carter. I think it'll be Jalen Carter. Speaking of defensive rookie of the year, Jalen Carter. Yeah. Lock. Lock. Uh, jo- him Brian, and Jordan Brian, Davis Brian, here. Brian Branch is making a little bit of a case for himself. And so I think Christian Gonzalez is going to make a case for it. They that dude are. is good. That um, dude is good. Offensive rookie of the year is. Bijan, right? CJ Stroud's looking good now, though. He's had yeah, he's got unless the, he's got the third most passing yards through um, 
first three career games. I think in order for Bijan to win it, he's going to have to rush for at least eleven hundred yards. I think Anthony Richardson TDs. comes back and starts playing. They're going. They're probably going to go down. It's really hard to give rookie of the years to players who miss games. That's the only thing. Like when people miss games in the NFL, they usually don't get awards. Yeah, they normally don't get awards. I think it's every award like that is normally like a quarterback award. Like no, in the uh, all, there just haven't been any good quarterbacks, rookie offensive. quarterbacks. Who and, won offensive rookie of the year last year? Wasn't it the Jets guy? I thought oh, it was Garrett, Garrett Wilson. Wilson. Yep. And before that was, but your only quarterback option was fucking Kenny Pickett. Yeah, like there <laughs> haven't been hey, very Malik good quarterbacks. Dude, Malik Willis. There haven't Desmond been great. Ritter. There haven't been great quarterbacks in the last few years, like rookie quarterbacks. The last, the last one to get drafted was I think T Law, twenty twenty. Was he rookie? Was he offensive rookie? That was twenty twenty one. Nah, there's no way. Most not with our, most of the rookie not quarterbacks go through trial by fire, so their first season sucks. Who was offensive rookie year? Well, Trevor Lawrence's first year was really bad. Jettas? He had he Urban Jettas Meyer. Twenty two, twenty twenty. Um, it's pretty hard to win anything Jamar. when Urban Meyer's your head coach. Oh, it definitely. He won that year. Who? Jamar, Jamar. won in twenty twenty. Um, let's see. Jamar and Jefferson. Garrett Wilson. Oh, uh, I guess it was 2021. I'm talking about the 2020 class. It went Garrett Wilson, Jamar Chase, Herbert, Herbert, Kyler, Saquon, Kamara, Dak, Todd Gurley, Odell, Eddie Lacy. Fat boy. Golly. Balloon boy. That's right. (laughs) Feast mode. Feast mode. Oh my gosh. Damn. Um, yeah, I think offensive rookie of the year is a little more. Open. Open. Yeah. Open. It'll be cool. Obviously, all those are subject to change with injuries and with developments of players that were only through three weeks. So. I think it'll be – I think Bijan will have his case just because he's going to have the opportunity. He's going to touch the ball He's so going to have the volume and he's going to have the opportunities. And so far, he's shown that in – he, he knows right, how to run. When put in he the knows right how to situations, run. he can make things happen. Yeah, he knows how to run. Yeah, so, sure. we'll see. It'll be interesting. Sure. Um, that wraps it up for us today. As always, we're out every Thursday morning. Check us out on YouTube, Apple, Spotify, and then TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, all that good shit. We appreciate you guys for tuning in. We will see you next week. Peace.